Welcome to the Living Fabulously Fierce podcast, a podcast honing in on living with AIM. That's authenticity, intention, and masterful execution. All of this as we journey through the process of self-discovery, self-definition, and self-distinction. I'm your host, Farah Bernier, talent management professional and certified coach working with fabulously fierce women across the globe. Join me as I share coaching tips and resources you can apply to your own journey to living fabulously fierce. And as an added bonus, I'm never doing this alone. Each week, I'll introduce you to one new guest joining me to share how they live fabulously fierce. Do keep in mind, while I'm excited for you to be here and I'm here for you as we'll take this journey together, this is not meant to be a substitute for live coaching engagements. To find out more about coaching one-on-one, please visit www.farahbernier.com, email me at farahbernier at gmail.com, and or visit the Living Fabulously Fierce handle on Instagram. With that, let's get started with today's session. Hello, beautiful people, and happy Friday. I hope your week is wrapping up nicely, seamlessly, and that you're preparing to kick off for an incredible weekend, though we have new definitions of incredible weekends in the midst of the reality that is 2020. I am uh, recording this after a full day of coaching sessions with a few clients, some um, of the usual suspects in my VIP roster of clients and some new folks. And I have to tell you, I'm so appreciative of the individuals I get to partner with. You guys, you women are beyond measure phenomenal. And I continue to just consider it an honor to partner with some of you as your coach and also to be invited into your earbuds uh, through this podcast. So I'm just experiencing a real sense of gratitude. Um, So much so while I had a quick break between sessions, I wanted to record this episode's opener. So something that's really resonating uh, for me, especially after many conversations today, is the power of our authenticity to enable others, excuse that notice, um, to enable others to be their most authentic self. My day started with a consultation with someone who actually is committed to um, doing the Bernier brand building package with me, which is the Alafab package um, through which we go the, through brand building. And she shared the following with me. She said, you know, I was listening to your podcast and I heard you on another podcast and I just thought, wow, maybe she'll take me on a, on as a client, but maybe not. I don't know. And then I saw your website and you look just like me and I saw myself in you. I saw you in me and I just thought, wow, this is the person that I need to work with to help me 
um, get to my next level. And I'm so glad you're taking me on as a client. And to be really transparent, ladies, like I was so overwhelmed with gratitude first and foremost, but I just thought, well, I didn't do anything. I just, if you listen to my podcast, I'm just yapping. If you listen to me as a guest on another podcast again, I'm just yapping. And if you're looking at my website, that was just me, you know, a combo of being silly during a really fun photo shoot and coming up with insight into me and my desire to share more about coaching with people. And then I I thought about it even more as that's just me being me. That's me being authentic. And to hear her reach out and our that 15 minutes was jam-packed with just vibing beyond measure and alignment. And I'm so excited to be working with this new client, just like I'm always excited to work with someone um, on their journey. And again, what's resonating with me is the power of our authenticity to enable others to be their most authentic selves. And how beautiful that is, especially when we do that for each other with intention. And so in today's journal time, reflection, homework, however you approach these quote unquote assignments, I want you to think about three people, just three people that you know who would be directly impacted in the way of being encouraged and empowered to be their most authentic selves by just watching you do the same. And I got a taste of that today and it felt so good and fulfilling to know that me just showing up as me, sometimes very serious and very put together and very thoughtful about the way I say things, what I say, et cetera, et cetera. And sometimes beyond measure, exceptionally silly um, and just fun and silly and, you know, off the charts when it's time to have a good time sometimes and silly. Did I say silly? Um, You know, the whole of me shows up. And when it shows up consistently, authentically, empowers others to be their most authentic self and or jump into the journey to being their more authentic selves. And I want you to think about the three people or at least three people who if you just stepped into your authenticity intentionally and more consistently, who would be most encouraged, most positively impacted to do the same? Write those names down. And then to reinforce that accountability, I actually want you to write down, capture what they miss out on when you don't show up as your most true and intentionally authentic self. 
And I want you to keep that in mind into the cup, into the upcoming week so that in those moments, in those instances in which it's really hard for you to just be you, because let's just be real, life presents us with situations that make it challenging. What are you going to do? How are you going to think of these three people who will miss out, even if they're not in the room? right? Quote unquote, virtual room, maybe by you not stepping into being your most true and intentionally authentic self. And then from there, just keep that in mind in any situation that presents itself as a challenge to you showing up that way. So that's our reflection slash journal um, point today and into the coming week. So I am going to pause there. We're going to go to a quick break, and then we will jump into today's um, guest segment, which you're no longer shocked by this. I'm really, really excited for. Um, there's some real gems out of uh, this guest, guest segment that I'm so excited to share with you. So with that quick break, and we will be right back. <laughs> Hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode. While we're on this quick break, I wanted to share a quick reminder. Living Fabulously Fierce is all about engagement with you as you prioritize living with authenticity, intention, and masterful execution. So engage with me, please. If you haven't done so already, hit the subscribe button for the podcast. And if you're really enjoying these sessions, please leave a review. Finally, don't be stingy. Share the podcast with your network. I'm sure you know at least one other person who'd love to join in on this community and take advantage of the resources shared in each episode. All of this takes just a few minutes and will ensure support needed to keep the podcast going is in place. So again, really simple. Subscribe, review, share. Repeat after me subscribe. Okay, I'm just kidding. But really, please, after the episode, just subscribe, review, and share with your network. Really appreciate it. So thanks in advance. Okay. Welcome back, listeners. Again, another segment of Living Fabulously Fierce with a guest. And we're going to jump right in. Um, I felt like we were actually starting our recording before we recorded. So you're in for a real treat today. Um, And with that, I'm going to hand it over to my guest to tell us who she is. Hello, listeners. I'm excited to be here. My name is Kara Valentine. And who am I? Isn't that the question? Let's see. Um, I'm the mom of two amazing daughters, 9 and 11. I am the founder of Threads Worldwide, which is um, a global social enterprise uh, that was really created to bring uh, global connection to women around the world. We sell fair trade jewelry, so we connect incredible trailblazing uh, women artisans in developing countries with incredible trailblazing women here in the U.S. to create a business um, partnership where everybody is elevated and we sell the most beautiful jewelry and accessories. And what else do I want to say about me? I am super passionate about Uh, talking about and creating a new paradigm of leadership. Um, I think what we have 
had going on is just a mess. And so I am here to be a stand for um, a different way, a leadership and a power structure based in collaboration and heart and justice. So that is my, that is the fire in my belly. I love that. And you, you started to answer the, the second question I always ask um, our guests, but I'm interested to hear your, your answer to the question. Um, how would you describe the spaces, uh, the space or the spaces in which you're having an impact? Okay. Um, I would say the spaces that I'm having an impact is really around, um, like I was saying, leadership. And, um, you know, my, my passion in life is really connecting with people mm -hmm. and seeing like what's possible for them in their lives and then being in partnership with them, uh, bringing that into reality. And so that looks a lot, of, it's interesting because, you know, on the surface we're a jewelry company. So you wouldn't really think that that's the thing, but we saw um, a need in the world after my, my partners and my best friends and I traveled the world and saw extreme poverty and just saw that there were these women in these developing countries that were so talented and so willing to do anything to survive. All they needed was access to a marketplace. And what we realized was, well, we didn't know how to connect them to a marketplace, but we decided we were going to figure out a way. And so, you know, working with them to, to um, you know, create opportunity, uh, we saw that the possibility was there for them. And then we do that with women here where the women who work with us really are able to tap into their purpose and leave jobs that aren't fulfilling and be able to work flexibly and hang out with their kids if they want to um, and make money doing something that they feel really, really good about. And as they're emerging in their communities, you know, other people are taking notice. Mm -hmm. So now they're becoming leaders in their communities. And that's just um, to see the transformation that's happened in the lives of the women we work with. That's, that's the biggest impact that that's I get amazing. to be a part of. That's amazing. I, there's so much I want to um, pull on that. One of the things, um, I mean, when we talk about living fabulously fierce, it's about living with aim, authenticity, intention, and masterful execution. And I love how you call out, um, it's a jewelry company on the face of it, but there's so much behind it. And what I hear from that is it's purposeful. There is intention behind that. And that intention and that purposefulness, if you will, is what's yielding the impact that you set um, with your friends to have through this work, which I think is absolutely amazing. Um, but we won't drill down too much on that. We're gonna we're gonna jump right into authenticity. And I, I have to share this because you are beyond measure. I mean, Karen and I met at a conference um, years ago where I was a speaker but a newbie to this this, I don't even know what to call it, this large community of women and authenticity just rang through from the beginning. And to hear you say, um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, you know, I just love looking at people and seeing what's possible and helping that possibility. I remember our first interactions and you seeing for me, even in that environment, what was possible and jumping on the bandwagon with with and for me in a matter of 
what was not even 24 hours, right? That conference was 72 hours, but we met in the beginning and you were right there. And so that, that was almost five years ago now. And here we are, and you're still kind of operating in this mode, right? With intention. And so when I think about authenticity, I think consistency and how you show up. And that's just one example. If you had to define authenticity in the words of Cara Valentine for what it means for you, what is your definition of authenticity? Be, um, bringing your true self forward, no matter the circumstance. Just bringing your true self forward. And there's a lot that goes into that I'm learning. Um, which is around, you know, initially really getting to know yourself <laughs> and who is your true self. You know, I spent plenty of years being plenty friendly and all of that, but it really, it, you know, the biggest thing is, is who am I underneath all of these layers and really being yeah. able to always, you know, trying um, to, to bring that person forward all the time. So is that, there's, actually a duality to that, right? It's it's about bringing your true self forward, but to your point, you have to know who that true self is. Yep. How how have you done, because that's self-discovery, right? Like, which is a process, so that's a journey. How do you find out who that true self is? It's been a lifelong journey for me. I was actually a kid growing up that could never be alone. That was my thing. I was always surrounded with people, could never be alone. Um, and what started my 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 want and, and need and my pull towards self-discovery? Um, there there was a lot. I can look back and there are really significant things that happened in my life that really um, where I felt a connection to my soul and a, a divine presence is what I, how I divine inspiration. One time, um, one thing that kicked it off was um, I, I had a little tiny baby who came out very, very early. She was two pounds. She was so sick, not supposed to make it and um, had this miraculous um, situation happen where it really, again, connected me with, with, my soul, my true purpose, and she was able to, she, she recovered. She's now an amazing nine-year-old. But that was something, it was like interesting where I never stopped to feel what was possible for myself or what was hidden. So that was uh, the tip of the iceberg. And then through that, um, I started meditating. I started really following people that I that exuded authenticity and vulnerability for me. You know, the people that I was drawn to, I started really getting interested in what they were doing. And um, I've been really, really lucky where I'm surrounded by an amazing community that really supports me in figuring out who I am. And it has not been that pretty. It has not been that pretty, the self-discovery. There's been, it's been a very, uh, tumultuous road, which it is oftentimes because you spend so many years um, pretending. And when you yeah. stop pretending all of a sudden, uh, and that's what it was for me. Once I started getting my life in alignment, 
you know, I would get something in alignment and then all of a sudden there'd be a spotlight on something that was not in alignment. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh man, okay. Um, And that's led me through, you know, uh, um, a divorce with my husband or my ex-husband. I fell in love with a woman. So a shift in my sexual identification, uh, it led me me to uh, recovery, alcohol recovery, which um, that's something that's relatively new. So is really present. And so it's just, it's, one of those things I've always, I, I joke about it sometimes and I'm like, maybe this life of authenticity is overrated. I mean, it is a lot of work. <laughs> well, and I love your point though. It's not pretty. It's not, not pretty. pretty. It's a hot mess, especially because, you know, you, you call it pretending and, and I'm, I'm sure for all of us, there's parts of that, right? But I wonder how much of it is actual pretending for us and how much of it is just falling into patterns of other self-definition, of of others' definition of us versus our own self-definition. And so to go through self-discovery and embrace what I call the confrontation of self with self, right? Because it's, it's about yourself holding up the mirror and saying, really, what do you see, right? All this time you can't be by yourself, but you want to hone in on everybody else and their purposefulness. What do you see? And embracing that confrontation um, with love and compassion for self in order to then move to self-definition, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. exactly. And that's that. I'll tell you, that's, um, as many of you I'm sure know, is one of the most uncom- most uncomfortable places you can ever be is once you have the confrontation and the recognition of, oh, and all of a sudden you have that knowing and your life doesn't support that. And, and it's, it's so uncomfortable. Um, and that's where you have to flex that, that courage and, and bravery muscle to just take a step. So, and, and what I appreciate about that is my next question was going to be the second part of your definitions about bringing your, keep me honest, I think that's what you said, bringing your true self forward all the time, right? Yeah. But that means first you have to know yourself. So there's that confrontation with self. And then, um, you know, how do you action coming forward with that true self? Because that, that can't just be a seamless transition in the journey towards authenticity, what has it looked like for you to do that, to measure up to your own definition? Yeah, it, um, it is a daily practice for me, you know, at this point now, it's a daily practice. It's an hour by hour, you know, just like, you know, you get better at it because you recognize you you learn to, recognize the signs of when you're not being authentic or you're out of alignment. So, you know, that's been, that's been really powerful to, to really hone in on, okay, what does my body do when I'm out of alignment or when I'm being inauthentic? Well, for me, it's like, I, my, I get all foggy and my stomach hurts a little bit. And so that's been really helpful for me. Um, I'll tell you, uh, so much of it for me has been, um, really taking one step just it had i had i known all of the changes that i would have had to continue to make and continue to make when i took my first step 
I would have been like, nah, (laughs) I I don't have that in me. Um, I mean, I completely, um, changed everything, like pretty much everything in my life. And I'll tell you, um, my biggest, um, my biggest, uh, what do I call it? Um, what gave me the most amount of courage was when I was in this moment of recognizing that I wasn't happy in my marriage, that, um, I was falling in love with a woman like that felt here I am, great husband, mom of two girls, living in a great house, leading this great company. You know, I have it all figured out. So all of a sudden, this is coming as I'm meditating, as I'm, you know, getting these messages, like this is very clearly who I'm here to be. And thinking it was impossible to move forward with that direction right like how am i going to do that and um i remember the biggest thing was how am i going to break my kids hearts Mm. how am i going to break my little girl's hearts and then thank goodness the realization came over me of what would i want for my kids if they were confronted with this what would i want if they were choosing to Um, not be happy and not live their purpose and not live their truth to make other people happy, that would break my heart. So um, I don't know. Sometimes I I say, sometimes you just have to borrow the courage. Like, I don't know that I could have done it just for myself. Uh, But once I made that, I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is, I, this is who I'm here to be. And this is who I want everyone to be. I want them to live their truth and feel worthy. Like, whoever they are here to be. And so that's what that gave me the courage to, to be on this path. And I, I, I'll tell you, I, I call on that a lot these days and whether it's my daughters or the women that are in my community. Um, sometimes when I get scared uh, of doing something or I worry about what other people are going to think, or I think things are too hard. I, I say, you know, who am I here to be? And, and what do I want for other women? And that makes it clearer. Did I answer a question? (laughs) You answered like 50 questions in one. And and what I appreciate most is for the Living Fabulously Fierce community, we try to get really granular so that we can take whatever is nebulous, i.e. be authentic and and action it. And what I love, my, my question was going to be, how do you know when you're not being authentic? How do you know you're off your authenticity game? You pointed out, I can feel it in my body. Like, I I know when I'm off my authenticity game. You also, I always ask, how do you hold yourself accountable accountable for being authentic? And I love what you pointed to. You pointed to your daughters, but what you were pointing to also was borrow the courage. You know, sometimes it is really hard to, in in any situation, be 100% ourselves, just be brave, be courageous in any former fashion right and when you really just don't have it or or when you really don't see that you might have it in you borrow it borrow it borrow the courage that that is amazing um thank you for sharing that is is there a situation that you can think of where you were actually being inauthentic and you can reflect back on them that moment or that situation and see it 
Um, it sounds like kind of this chapter before the chapter you're in now, just generally speaking, but is there a specific example of inauthenticity that you experienced? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm like last week or last year or today or um, the biggest one has to do with uh, what I was just talking about. Um, And I was, you know, the day before I made the decision to um, that I that it wasn't fair for me to stay in my marriage anymore. Uh, I was at an event meeting with um, one of our fair trade partners. So that's what we call the women at Threads who um, share the stories of our artisan partners. And we have this amazing community of women who, you know, we talk about our family values all the time. We have these seven family values at Threads and it's all about living um, a value driven life. And I was talking, I was sitting across the table from one of our amazing women and I was telling her this is the time we need to bring our true selves forward and shine our lights and the world needs us and I'm sitting there saying all of these things to her wanting to just crawl under my chair because I know I have this knowing at this point that I'm not doing that and so that was a huge uh, that was just a huge aha for me um when that again, really, I'm sitting looking, it's like a mirror. I've surrounded myself with all of these mirrors. Okay, how can I possibly stand here and say, this is who we are, when I'm not willing to, to be brave in that way? Yeah, yeah, so much, so much learning comes from those moments, and it contributes to the confrontation, confrontation, that I then think we forget to celebrate because it's so heavy but we should celebrate those moments because those are the moments that lead to the shifting um which is what you do as well absolutely and that's something i love that you said that um something i've been thinking about a lot lately is just struggle in general and how um and this plays into my recovery too you know my whole life i have been when i'm in a struggle my instinct would be get out of the struggle however that is, yeah. <laughs> and get out as quickly as you can. And so I've been thinking a lot about the struggle and just, again, exactly what you said, like that's a lot of times exactly what you need, like to transform and to really move forward, you have to be in that struggle and you have to feel that and you have to figure that out. And not only that, but it's the struggle, and I get the chills when I talk about this, is that's what connects us to humanity really yeah and yeah and so like being in that be understanding it feeling it being able to empathize with other people um yeah it's not something you can skip over that's not how it works and i tried that for a lot of years guys don't do it it doesn't work there's so much um to unpack there i'm just gonna highlight it we won't do it today we'll do it at another time because i realize we we're on time there's a nine and an 11 year old who need you to be done on time so we're on we got softball games tonight we got softball games i promise i wouldn't go over but what i what i love that you just shared is you said you in the past you were confronted with struggle and you focused on getting out of the struggle but you realized to sit in the struggle is to sit connected with humanity and sitting connected with humanity is what contributes, if not leads to empathy. And that's what we really need. 
and I'll just touch upon this, we are um, the day or two days after the outcome of the Breonna Taylor case. And I'm really struggling with how many uh, people have reached out to me saying how horrible a week this must be for me and other black women. And while I appreciate it, the intention and the care behind that, there's this disconnect with this should be all of our struggle. All of humanity. So to hear how you articulate that, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. And that right there is hope because that's a model that many, including self, right? Like we all run from struggle, but the reason, part of the reason struggle is benefit is a benefit is because that's our connection point in this human journey that we're all in. We're all struggling, right? And it benefits us none to say, you struggle with that. I struggle with this. It's like, no, no, no. Humanity is a collective. We're all struggling right now. And that's okay, because that's what yields empathy. So thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Um, so two more questions, two quick questions. Okay. Not quick. So when I think of accountability for self, I think my, my call for accountability is living fabulously fierce. For me, that's our, you need to be authentic. You need to be intentional. You, live, you need to live with masterful execution. That's, that's my thing. When you think of your thing, if, if you were to have your accountability mantra, it's living fabulously what? Uh, what's coming up is um, authentically, vulnerably, and courageously. Living fabulously, authentic, vulnerable, and courageous. Tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually, it's it's funny. I think it actually can be brought down to one word, and it's really just living brave. I've sort of redefined brave in my own mind and that's really living your truth and trusting so living your truth and trusting yourself trusting your community um yeah just bringing yourself forward and just knowing if you continue to do that and um you don't know what the path holds for you but you just trust that you take a step and and that's what i try to remember every day that's that's how I stay. That's how I stay um, fabulously fierce. I love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Last question. So, the Cara Valentine of ten years ago. Picture her in your head. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> if you can, if you can think back to that version of yourself that was still developing, evolving, coming into the Cara of today. If you could share one thing with her, if you could, you know, just let her know one thing, what would that be? What advice would you want her to have or insight um, would you want to share with her? I would just say slow down, <laughs> slow down, connect with yourself and trust, trust that you know the best way forward. Nobody else knows the best way forward for you. You know the best way forward. Slow down, listen, and trust. 
I love that. That's amazing. Um, it's interesting. So many people, when I ask that question, oh, oh my gosh, they think about that 10 year ago version. It's like, whoa. Um, and a couple people now have said slow down, which is a really good reminder to all of us um, taking the moments, especially in this extended season that we're calling 2020 you know, slow down. And, and I do want to share this with the listeners, you know, when we hopped on and I said, how are you? You said, I'm good. And then you paused and you said, you know, I'm practicing not just saying I'm good. I'm really being thoughtful about really how am I in this moment, in this hour? And that's aligned with what you would tell Kara 1.0 um, from Kara 2.0, slow down, you know, and I appreciate that. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining us, especially your time. I know how busy you are, so I appreciate this. It was um, my pleasure. I'm great. so excited to be reconnected. Same so here. It's been way too long. It has it's been way been too long. long. I know. Well, I am thrilled to be reconnected. Thank you for having me. I feel like you and I could talk for like 50 years. Oh, no, so and so we will do this again. We will absolutely do this again. Um, and we will not wait another, we won't even name how long it's been, but we will not wait that long again to reconnect. Um, so listeners, thank you so much for tuning in, for your time, for your energy, your attention. I'm Farrah Bernier, Living Fabulously Fierce, um, with Cara Valentine, Living Fabulously Brave, and we will catch you all next time. Have a fabulous week. Thank you, everybody.